Welcome to the Sports Epreneur Podcast, the podcast where sports and entrepreneurship collide, a CatSource family production. In this episode, we discuss sports media. This podcast exists in large part because of CatCM, the content marketing team inside CatSource Inc. So what does CatCM do? You know how many business leaders need help communicating their story? That's what we do. Content creation and content distribution for business leaders. This provides opportunities, relationships, and a platform for you and your business. Why do we do this? Because at CatCM, we exist to help entrepreneurs create and share amazing content. Learn more by visiting CatCM.com. It's often hard to be unbiased. Being real and genuine goes a long way, and often sports media is neither real nor genuine. With today's tools, there are ways to find or create the platform you want to see. We talk about the good and the bad in sports media in this episode. We also had Shane Larson, the host of the Game Time Guru podcast, share his thoughts on this topic. So let's get right into it. Look at Charles Barkley in the Final Four. So Auburn makes it, and he, they show up at set. And say what you want about you know the CBS broadcast or Turner Sports broadcast of the Final Four with Barkley, and it's it, you know it's it's a mixed bag. I, I understand that, but he's just being real. He's an Auburn fan. You're not going to hide that. And he goes out, and they show up to the set, and there he is. He's got all his Auburn gear around him. So they did that. They're like, you know what? He's a fan of Auburn, and he's a part of the sports media, and he's going to talk about it. He's rooting for Auburn. It broke his heart that Auburn lost. And it's like, I think what you're saying is, can we just be real about it? You know, so one of the biggest names in sports is Kirk Herbstreit in college football. He is the face behind it. He has a no-win situation. He's done an incredible job. He's, his, you know, the fame that he's reached as being a sports analyst for ESPN is crazy, but he played at Ohio State. His dad played at Ohio State. He grew up, or he lived in Columbus. He had to move out of Columbus because he got to the point where he was unbiased. He wouldn't, he said good things about Ohio State, but he would also pick against Ohio State, and that angered Ohio State fans. There's a lot of Ohio State fans, and it's like kind of ridiculous that it had to go that way, but part of me is like, why can't he be that fan? Why can't he be on ESPN? Why does ESPN have such a hard time with him being a fan of Ohio State? But then, you know, so that's a, it's a tough one, but they're trying, they're trying so hard to be unbiased that they create a bias against it. So it went the other way. And so then I see people picking against certain schools or talking about certain programs or, or teams and professional sports and then went the other way and they created the polarization so if i just kind of like am in the middle i don't really get anything out of it but if i call your team out and you're a dallas cowboys fan if you're an ohio state fan if you're a new york yankees fan and i call you out los angeles lakers is another perfect one i am going to get a rise out of you on social media and not only am i going to get a rise out of you on social media i'm going to get a rise out of everybody else inside of that program team whatever and I think it's ridiculous because if you don't see that they're doing that for clicks and for engagement on social media, then I don't know what to tell you. Right. And that is what's happening. So when like people, I see it on Ohio State, and I'm like, stop retweeting this person, stop following this person, stop you know commenting on their post because they're doing it for attention. So all don't get me wrong. On the flip side of it, social media is about creating attention for maybe something positive. They're creating attention for clicks, for people to watch, for people to pay attention. It's just when you that's. What you were saying before, it has to be genuine. That's called being disingenuous. And I have a problem with that. And that's what people are turning off. They're turning off these networks because they're like, I don't want to hear this. I just want to watch the game. I don't need you telling me why or why I shouldn't root for this team or that team. Whether And if you're a fan, you're so 
taken up by that and it bothers people. Mm-hmm. Mark May was a famous one who was a Pitt alum, hated Ohio State. So early on, he would just pick against him. He didn't think much of it until it got to the point where it kind of got ridiculous. And you're like, he's doing it. It was so blatant, uh, painfully obvious that he was just doing it to get attention. And it worked because Ohio State's got fans all across the world, all across the country, and they lose it on social media when he just picks, he's like, he just picked against your team, who cares? It doesn't mean that they're gonna lose, it means absolutely nothing, but it creates such engagement. So I think it's, um, I think it's actually cool, like Barstool Sports, for example, they'll show their, their fans watching the game live. Mm-hmm. You happen to be an Eagles fan, like, you're an Eagles fan, it's yeah. okay. Like, show that, showcase that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think it's tough because it's so polarizing right now that if you're a Jets fan, if you're a Bills fan, if you're a Patriots fan, like, you can't say anything about that stuff anymore. Right. You just that someone's gonna like, call you biased or you this, it's like, just because you're biased doesn't make, your, make you wrong. Yeah. But it could be could be wrong, mm-hmm. right? Right. No, I see. Like, and that's what a good opportunity is right now in 2019 because you can create your own platform to get away from all these platforms. If you go on Twitter right now, there is a lot of Ohio State Buckeye blogs, a lot of Ohio State Buckeye fans. But at the end of the day, they are a community, and they're all gonna talk. Someone posts something, and 50 other people comment on it, and it's not a large platform. So. You know, kind of like what the game time guru Shane Larson has done. So he says he's tired of the mainstream media. He's tired of all these things. So he starts his own platform. And he talks. He incorporates Ohio State. He incorporates the Cowboys. All of his fans in there. But at the same time, he's also going on there, engaging with other fans, talking to other fans, and you get that. You get that explanation, I guess. So if you write an article, let's say we write an article for Sports Reader, and we write one about the Clemson Tigers, which we did. Post it on Facebook. Clemson Tiger fans go berserk over it because it's about Kelly Bryant, Dabo Sweeney, and it's not even polarizing. We didn't do it for clicks. It was just a conversation. And at the end of the day, we have the chance that we do explain ourselves, explain our opinions, have a conversation around our thoughts on it, which most of the mainstream media does not. So they'll throw out such a polarizing topic or an article and then never say anything else about it. Just let the whole world go at it. Right. So that's what's good about creating your own platform. It's A, you don't have to read that stuff. You don't have to listen to that stuff because there's enough content out there now to where A, you can do it on your own or you can go to someone else that's doing it right. how you like it. And then also it gives you the opportunity to say, this is what I thought and this is why I think it. Let's talk about it. You got that? Yeah. It's just a conversation. Mm-hmm. And you and like you're saying, you're like you're talking about Shane Larson. He cut out the middle person because I remember having, being on his podcast or he, and he was on ours as well. But he talked about he always wanted to work for ESPN. He always wanted to do these things. And as he's been in it more, you kind of realize, like, wait a second, I don't want to be there. I don't want to be told what I can and cannot say on this platform. And I want it to be about sports. And I want it to be about the things that I'm interested in. But he can call out his own stuff. You can be an Ohio State fan. And you can still call out your own stuff. And that's okay. You can call out your own team and, and, and just be real about it. Um, but it's like you said, it's just creating your own platform. Whatever your interest is, whether it's sports or not, you can cut out the middle person. You can create a platform that you can share and have like-minded conversations, still have dis- dis- disagreements and arguments per se about it, but that's what it's about. It's about having that community. Um, I do think what happens too a lot of times though is that as sports fans, um, you can enter a world, this happens in anything, it's politics and business or whatever. If you spend enough time in the same sandbox all day, every day, you that like those opinions become fact to you. And that becomes an issue that I think a lot of people aren't willing to step outside of the world that they live in to see that 
wait a second, maybe I'm not thinking this through correctly. One example of this is, you know, we live in the South, so we live in SEC country. In SEC country, they believe the SEC is the best. And there's probably no doubt that the SEC is incredibly good, you know, and they've had an incredible run of this lately. But if you just live and you only pay attention to people talking about the SEC and SEC football and you only listen to the CBSs and the ESPNs of the world, they're going to tell you the SEC is the best and you're not going to think anything differently. How much are you willing to go outside of that to pay attention to say, well, maybe I'm missing it here. Maybe I'm missing it there. So I think sports, politics, business, whatever that might be, people need to explore other platforms and be open about it. I guess that's maybe like sounds like, oh, let's all get along and all that kind of thing. That's not it. It's just, I think it's just fun to have conversation with people that aren't a fan of your team to have real conversations. But the second that I completely disagree with you and I call you out on your stuff, it's just like, man, I don't want to have that conversation anymore. So it's important to get outside of it, which I think, you know, we want to talk to different people just because we're not a fan of your program. We've had people that are on our podcast that are Michigan fans. But it's fun. Let's have fun with it. Let's yeah. talk about it. We, we don't have to agree on everything. And I think that's okay. What's up, guys? Shane Larson here, host of the Game Time Guru podcast. I read an article here about sports media and your article here on Sports Epreneur about the sports media industries and the journalists who create articles to trigger certain fan bases. You referenced the Ohio State fan base, of which I am a part of, and how certain things will be said and words will be manipulated specifically to get clicks and get reactions from those fan bases. What I find so interesting about this is that it's so it's one of my biggest pet peeves about the sports media mainstream outlets because all of these mainstream outlets, including the journalists who work for them, have an agenda they have to meet, and they do this all the time. I'm a Cowboys fan, and I'm a Buckeye fan. I see it all the time. It's very frustrating from my perspective um, to, to witness this, and then I take part in it sometimes by you know, being one of those people that, who reacts on social media, um, and essentially when you react to a journalist who comes out with a catchy headline or a catchy article, uh, when you react, it's a domino effect. Others will then react. And then all that does is give the reaction, the notoriety um, to the person who wrote it. And that's exactly what they're looking for. It's clickbait. But it's not authentic. Um, let's, just, let's just take into um, consideration uh, the, the entire situation with Urban Meyer this last offseason for the Ohio State Buckeyes. A former respected journalist comes out with an article without having all the facts. And we know this. They did not have all the facts. In fact, they went, they went back and edited their own article when more facts came out um, regarding the matter. And they posted this article knowing that you know anybody would just jump on it. Anybody who hated the Ohio State Buckeyes and hated Urban Meyer or had bad feelings towards that individual – would jump on it and that's exactly what happened social media took over before all the facts were on the table and all of a sudden you had this false narrative that was put out there and the storyline that came about before everything was put out on the table you see it all the time it's not authentic and i really loved what you guys said at the end of that article one thing that stood out to me the most was the fact that you said that you need to create your own platform find your own voice tell your own stories that's what I did with my podcast, and I believe that's what you guys are doing with your platform. And anybody else who's done it, I totally respect it because from my perspective, I couldn't, I couldn't stand the mainstream outlets. I used to want to work for them. 
I no longer do. I want to work for myself so I can call the shots. I don't have to answer to somebody else. I can tell authentic stories. I can tell the in-depth information about salaries and who's getting paid what and interview these sports individuals so they can they can tell their stories. They can tell their journeys so we can see the real insight to what sports are really like. We can get the real stories from the individuals themselves. That's why I do my podcast. I want to have that authentic feel to sports media because those mainstream outlets, they're out there to get you. And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't one of them. So that's my insight on that article. With the beauty of today's tools, you can share your voice and create your own narrative. We urge you to find your own voice and, if possible, create your own platforms and tell the stories you want to tell. And be sure to follow someone doing just that, Shane Larson and his Game Time Guru podcast. You can find it on your favorite podcast platform. If you want to connect more, hit us up on Instagram at sportsepreneur. Thank you for listening to the Sports Epreneur Podcast, the podcast where sports and entrepreneurship collide. Now go get it.